Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Live, Learn, Love podcast. I'm your host, Bailey Chavez, and I'm so excited you're here. Keep listening to hear from my diverse group of leaders, sharing their insight on leadership, health, career opportunities, wellness, or personal development. Thank you for going on this journey with me. Today on the podcast, I'm so excited to be interviewing Cameron Wilder. Cameron is incredibly talented and truly one of the best people I know. She is an FA rock star because she has won nationals and state and poultry evaluation. She currently serves as the president of her area, and she is one of the 10 2020 Ford Leadership Scholars with me. She is so cool, and I am truly honored to call her my friend. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get into the conversation. Yes. Okay. So the question we have for you is to tell me a little bit about yourself. Okay, well, my name is Cameron Wilder. And I live in Katy, Texas, which is just 30 minutes west of downtown Houston. And I am heavily involved in the Katy FFA, which is the second biggest chapter in the state of Texas. We take pride in that. And um, I've just, I've just, I love high school and I love people so much. And FFA was such a big opportunity for me to just meet so many people. Um, in our area, there's a lot of schools that basically do things together. We kind of collaborate on a lot of stuff. And so it's been awesome to just get to know the community as well through this organization. Um, I raise goats for my SAE, and I'm raising chickens for the first year this year um, for Houston. So I'm very excited. And I do ag issues and job interview for my LDEs. and poultry and nursery landscape and food science for my CDEs this year. We're expanding our horizons. Okay, um, that was a really good introduction. You're really a, such a cool person. And so I'm really happy to have you on here. Okay, so the next question is to tell me about your journey through chapter, district, and then area office. So coming into FFA, I honestly didn't understand the different levels of what was going on in leadership. And my teacher basically was like, you're going to do this. You're going to do this. Like kind of just telling me, this is where I see you fit. And I think you'll love it. And so towards the end of the year, he was like, you know, those 10 people that stand up and say those opening ceremonies at the meetings. And I was like, yeah, like they're pretty cool. He says, we can be one of them. So I tried out um, my freshman year and I was definitely terrified because I thought these people were like rock stars. They were like the smartest people in the chapter. They were so sweet and they were so outgoing and I was very shy. And so I was a little scared about that. But I did try out and I made secretary. And I think that was like a turning point in my leadership career. So when I saw the opportunities of being a leader in the chapter and I found out that you can do that again, but for your district and for your area and for your state, I was like, I had to jump on the opportunity. I had to just, if I didn't try, I would regret it. You know, even if I didn't make it, like I think I needed to try. And so then the next year rolled around and I tried out for district um, and dis dis district tryouts are a little bit different. They're a little more, intense um as opposed to at least our chapter um and we do like an essay and you have to say the speech in front of the whole district and that was terrifying 
Um, but it was so worth it because I was vice president and we got to facilitate so many things through the district um, and just kind of reach everywhere in our district, which was really nice knowing that there were people like me who were so scared of their position um, as chapter officer or even as a fellow district officer that we could just like relate to. And I think being an officer, your prime motivation is to just live where you are and like stay in the moment and not focus on what's next because then you can truly relate to other people. So being able to just appreciate where I was in the positions of chapter and then district was like, I'm not going to focus on going to area and state right now. I'm going to focus on what I can impact. And that's the best thing that you can do. Like the biggest mistake I see is, and it's great to, to have goals and to look forward, but if people continue to focus on like what they need to do to become a better position, a better, it's not, it's not anything except your, your audience widens a bit. And so I think my biggest advice for people going into these sort of positions is just to live in the moment because you'll get the most out of it. So then when I, when area office um, approached, it was so scary because of this whole Corona thing, because it was online. Um, I didn't know what I was going to do. I was very discouraged, but I still did it because I knew if I didn't, I would regret it. And that was the best decision I ever made because I already have so many friends and I, we've gotten to reach so many people through this online platform that normally couldn't come in person because they limit the amount of guests or people have other activities or sometimes their parents don't allow them to travel. Um, and so it's been amazing just to see the growth in our area and how we've come together despite the circumstances of us just being discouraged in this time, you know. So it's been a, it's been a heck of a journey. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's really cool. I love hearing about your story. Like, that's so inspiring. I love everything you said. <laughs> So the next question is, what is the biggest thing the FFA has taught you? Okay, so like I said, I love people. And the FFA has taught me so many things. So I think I'm going to take this two ways because I can't choose. I'm very indecisive. Um, the first thing is that people, people truly are there for you when um, especially when you're trying to accomplish a certain purpose together. And I've always said in different um, scenarios that FFA members are all diverse, but they all have one common goal of using service to impact their community because, or impact the people around them, because we truly are living to serve. And when I, I got in a car accident in February, and I was, I broke my right foot and my right wrist, so I couldn't crutch around or like um, move the wheels on my wheelchair by myself. And immediately, it was a day of the contest, and all of my friends came home, came to my house right after. And because I wasn't there, so they realized something had happened. And they decorated my wheelchair. They all brought me wings because wings are my favorite food. I had like eight bags of wings in my living room. 
and um, they just sat with me and tried to make me laugh and watched movies with me and it was so awesome just to see that these people are living for others and they were here for me during this time and so it's just taught me that if if you can do the little things for other people it really does make a big difference um, and so that was really cool it was really awesome and then the other thing that I learned is basically what I want to do with my life because FFA gives you knowledge of what the real world and agriculture can look like because of CDEs mostly, career development events. So um, I did the poultry evaluation CDE and it was the best thing I could ever do in my career because I learned that I love poultry. It's, it's become a passion. It's something I want to do forever. And I've always looked for a job that I would enjoy, not just, you know, be successful in. And I'm, I don't like physics and I don't want to be an engineer. I used to, but it's just, it's not the move for me anymore. But poultry is. And so I'm so excited to pursue that for the rest of my life. And that's something that I really appreciate from the FFA. That was a really good answer. I like how you said, like, how you talked about the FFA community, because I have also made a lot of friends, and even, like, during this time with COVID, like, it's really cool to see how people have come together, even if it's, like, over the internet or over Zoom, like we're doing, and then I can also relate to you saying, like, that you found your career, because I also did through the agri-science fair, so mm -hmm. that was really cool. That's awesome. So, the last question is what do you think has been a key factor in your success in this organization? Ooh, okay, so I think that the people who have, going back to people, of course, always, um, the people who have encouraged me and basically like my ag teachers who have volunteered me to do things um, and the older kids, especially who were setting examples, were the reasons that I kept going and kept striving towards what I wanted to reach because while I'm I'm very um I'm a perfectionist and I think you can't reach perfection so that's something that you have to just come to terms with but the people who understand that you want to do well and you want to do better always are there to push you and encourage you and be helpful sources of support and so I think without the support from my family, my parents, um, my ag teachers, my members, I honestly probably would be very lost in this organization. Um, before I joined FFA, I was in cross country and I ran and I did both for a while. And the community of people in this organization kind of pulled me and, and drew me in to committing my entire high school career to this instead of, you know, running. Because while I may have been good at running, I wasn't, I had no motivation. There was nothing behind me running. And for some people that's different and that's okay. Everybody's story is different. But I think I attribute all my success to the people around me because without them, I couldn't have done anything that I have accomplished for sure. That's really awesome. I definitely relate to you, like what you said about running, because I like me and my twin sister, we also like we're in 
uh, track in freshman year, and then we and we were also in ag, and it was really hard to balance the two. And so we were more drawn to the FFA because of the community and just how like it made us feel like like you said, running like there was really nothing behind it for us. Like, of course, that's different, but for other people, like you said, but we just stuck with the FFA, and it was definitely like the best decision ever. So. Yes, I'm so thankful y'all did because y'all have been such amazing friends. Y'all have been part of my support system and I love it. Um, oh, that's awesome. You have been part of ours too, so. I'm so honored. <laughs> okay, um, you can stop recording now. Okay. Thank you for tuning in to the Live, Learn, Love podcast. Make sure to follow the Instagram podcast page at Live, Learn, Love podcast to get updates about episodes and learn more about the guests. Also, make sure to visit the website linked down below to learn more about me and the podcast, as well as leave a review or suggestion. See you all in the next episode. Keep aspiring growth.